the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't forget to send Barack a thank you note. Yeah, because in case you didn't know, everything good that happened between January 2016 and January 21, 2021, was because of him. Well, okay, let's say January 2020. I mean, not much good happened after January 2020, except the vaccine, of course, which Trump gets no credit for. But anyway, uh, Barack would like you to know that everything good that happened while Donald Trump was president, uh, that was just, you know, an interruption. And uh, the big guy is just carrying on his brilliant work. Uh, uh, Barack told the New York Times that 90% of his former staffers are, quote, continuing and building on the policies we talked about, whether it's the Affordable Care Act or our climate change agenda and the Paris climate deal. So I guess that means you can thank Barack for those higher gas prices. Uh, And then he said that Trump's four years in office prevented, quote, what would have been a more impactful shift in political views toward Democrats. It was just an interruption. It was just, you know, annoying. Anyway, this guy is actually taking credit for everything that you liked between 2017 and 2020. He says, quote, The fact that Trump interrupted essentially the continuation of our policies but still benefits from the economic stability and growth that we, uh, growth that we had initiated means people aren't sure. You think, Barack? They might not be sure about that. Did you get that, though? Uh, It was an interruption uh, of essentially the continuation of his policies, which are now being done by um, the big guy. He also told the New York Times that he hopes Biden's administration shifts the next generation of voters toward more left-leaning policies. Because, you know, uh, we're not left enough uh, under uh, Joe. And he predicted that he thinks the big guy's goals of combating climate change and creating new jobs will lead to successful policy agendas that, quote, people will notice and it will have a political impact. So there you have it. Everything good that happened was a result of what Barack Barack Obama did between 2009 and 2017. That annoying stuff on the border, the inflation that's causing everything that you buy to cost more, that little issue between Hamas and Israel, Trump's fault. Barack is, as my dad used to say, a guy whose number one wish in life is to die in his own arms. That's what Barack is. He's a perfect example of it. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to Selena Zito, who spoke to the Republicans' leader in Congress about what they plan to do between now and a year and a half from now to make it harder for the big guy to build on Barack's brilliance. And in our second half hour, we're going to have a just a regular citizen of Canada. You're not going to believe what she has. She's going to tell you her horror stories of living in what is now a police state three hours from downtown Pittsburgh. Stick around. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA, and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. Sounds and sounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-in Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair dinkum. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Gopestfree.com, promo code PEN. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Although there are some interesting stories bubbling up out there about the the audit flipping the vote in Fulton County, Georgia. We'll have to wait for that. But all of a sudden, we're just about exactly a year and a half uh, next. It'll be a year and a half from next Tuesday uh, that we'll have the 2022 midterms. Selena Zito covers politics for the Washington Examiner and the New York Post. She's a columnist and a reporter, and she talked to, uh, to the Republicans' leader in the House about what they plan to do to flip the House. She joins us now. Selena, how are you? Haven't talked to you in a while. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Um, I'm well. How are you? Let's see. I just drove from Pittsburgh through Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. And, then and, and, how, and how long? How long of a period of time did that take you? Um, it, uh, I went the back roads, and I did a lot of reporting, so it took me about 10 days. And you're driving um, all that? I drive only the back roads, interviewed Brian Kemp in Georgia, DeSantis in Florida, Tim Scott in South Carolina. Yeah. Wow. So, so was, um, and I'll get, to, we'll get to what you've learned on your latest trip in a second, but what's the plan from Kevin McCarthy? Well, the plan for McCarthy is, is to, you know, he, you know, he, he faces, and, and this isn't new, uh, but he faces a, a, a press that is unwilling to let go of Donald Trump um, and, and make everything about him. Um, and he also faces a very energized uh, but also fractured party. Uh, that's also not anything new. Uh, Newt Gingrich had the same thing in 1994. Uh, Nancy Pelosi had the same thing in 2006. And John Boehner had the same thing in 2020. Uh, and so his, his, he wants to get everyone on the same message. And that is basically that, uh, about, uh, liberty 
and freedom and keeping the com- country open, but also to discuss the things that are impacting people's pocketbooks, such as uh, rising inflation. So, you know, I'm a person that is a, um, a, a, a habit, right? So every week I buy three lines. Uh, and, and two weeks ago, three lines are a dollar or 99 cents. And now they're a dollar 75. So that, that inflation is real. And I really see it in, in, in the cost of gas prices as I drove across the country. So his message is about freedom, but also about, um, the things that are going to cripple the economy, uh, like inflation, but also too much giving away by the government and also the crisis at the border. These are the things that he wants to talk about. I also noticed from your piece uh, that that he wants to uh, talk, uh, try to get past the D.C. media and and, yeah. and not get caught up in what's being said on social media and in the and in the right. uh, Washington media. Is that possible yeah. anymore? Yeah, it absolutely po- is possible. One of the people that were very effective at doing that was Trump in 2015 and 2016. He talked over the press. He talked past the press. Um, and, and it was, it, it was very successful for him. And I think that his, you know, urging his members and our people that want to run to, for office to not use Twitter or social media as your barometer about how people feel, but spending more time in the districts that you want to run in is, is the best way to understand the community that you want to represent. And staying off of social media is the best way to be effective as that. You can't let that cloud your, your judgment when you're trying to assess what concerns people the most. Yeah, listening to the people seems like a pretty good idea for a, a person who's in Congress. Um, do do all politicians in Washington have to be careful uh, not to react to what's going on on Twitter? Uh, and I mean, not just politicians, but everybody really. Every anybody who's on Absolutely. Twitter, which I am. Yeah, I left. Uh, actually, today's my one year anniversary. I deactivated my account a year ago. Uh, I didn't did not think it made me a better reporter. And I did not believe it made me a better person. Uh, and and th- there's a great study. I would urge everyone to go read it by Pew. Um, and it looks at the demographics of, of, of Twitter. Not only is there a minute amount of people on the social media platform, the ones that are there aren't just Democrats, but they're to the far left of most average Democrats. And they produce almost the, they produce the majority of the tweets. So if you want, if you went on social media and thought you were good, a good, a good assessment of how people feel, what their sentiments are, it skews not just left, but it skews very far left. And I think people get stuck into that. Think about this. Think about all the down, down ballot races in Pennsylvania this past year in, in November. Everyone expected the Democrats to win the state house and the state, the state Senate, as well as pick up two to three new congressional seats. Well, guess what? That not only didn't happen, Republicans actually gained seats. But if you went on social media, you would have thought there was a blue wave coming and Republicans took no, had no, you know, chance at winning. That is the opposite of what happened. So social media isn't your best barometer. It's entertainment, but it's not, it's not a barometer of people's sentiments. Driving throughout the country is how you understand how people feel, and it's how you understand um, how communities are changing for the better or for the worse. And um, how many real voters do you think are actually swayed one way or another by what happens on Twitter, even if they don't see it on Twitter? I not many. Not no. not many at all. It's in that Pew survey. I don't have those numbers memorized. Yeah. Um, but, but but Twitter has very little persuasion. It it but it does. It there is very persuasive. Interestingly enough, um, to my profession, there are a lot of reporters yep. that use that as their analysis for how people feel, and 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 it also sort of 
imprints on the brain of pollsters and 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 uh, in thinking what they think voters care about as opposed to what twitter cares about it's a very yeah. like completely different world yeah i i agree I, i'm on twitter you can find me at stagger world and uh the day that this radio show uh does no no longer exists which you know, it is radio. It could happen before this show is over. That's the way, you, know, you never know. But um, but uh, the day that this radio program ceases to exist, I will never look at Twitter again. So I mean, I, I yeah. use it. I I, I you know I kind of have to do. I I I tell you what, Selena. I get what I get mostly from Twitter more than opinions is news. I follow news outlets, and I and I. Right. It's a lot easier to go on Twitter than to go to each individual site that I want to check out to see what's going on. And I find that I, I can I can cover more ground on Twitter. But you have to, I think as a reporter or as anybody in the media, you have to uh, filter out the stupidity and, and not be uh, affected by somebody who has 11 followers. Uh, and oh, and yeah. you know to think that that's that that's the, the you know you got your finger on the pulse of America that that's not the case but there is news to be found on there. Yeah, absolutely. I go on there with I have an account that has zero followers because I'm nobody now. It's just a mm-hmm. dummy account, an egg, and I follow like the AP and the Reuters, and that's about yeah. it. And uh-huh. when anything is breaking, I understand that. Um, but outside of that, I haven't I haven't engaged on Twitter as Selena Zito for exactly one year. It's been the best year of my life. <laughs> so, uh, getting back to um, getting back to the uh, uh, seeing what the people want, and Kevin McCarthy was voting to remove Liz Cheney from leadership an example of listening to the people. Uh, you know, I think McCarthy made that decision because you know. When you're in when you're in leadership in the House, your job is to have a clear and concise message. Uh, and 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 as the chair of the conference, that was Liz Cheney's job. Uh, unfortunately, she decided that she wanted her own opinion, what right or wrong, no matter what it is. That's what she wanted to be uh, the, the the message, and it was getting in the way of moving the party forward and it was making it appear as though the party was much more divided uh, than it actually is. You know, the, the, the sentiments about Donald Trump in January 6th are very complicated. It's, there's not a clear line uh, and, and you can feel one way about one thing and have a completely different view about another thing and still have liked President Trump's uh, policies. But in our profession, that is, that is, they never get down to those complexities. It's always either this, you're either this or you're that. And, and her message um, continued to hold the party backwards. And she was unwilling to have a message that took it forward. It's not that they wanted her to not say something. They just wanted her to be a leader in bringing them forward, right? You can't go forward if you're constantly looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't think there's any person that's listening to this show that's going to make their decision on who they vote for based on whether Liz Cheney is in leadership or not. No, I don't either. It's Most people don't know who she is. Care about. Yeah, Pardon? most voters don't know who she is. Well, know? that's I mean, exactly you, true. I mean, they that see it in the news, true. but they don't they don't think about it for more than two seconds. Who you know anything and that she in, does. And in, in terms of the January sixth commission, what yeah. what is missed and what is not said in any news report, or maybe it's buried eleven graphs down, is there's three other investigations going on in the DOJ into what happened on January 6th. So it's not as though it's not being investigated. 
You know, McCarthy said if you're going to have this investigation, then it has to be broader in scope. We had other infractions on breaches in capital security, such as the attack on Steve Scalise at the baseball field and the attack on the Capitol police officer on April 4th. Those need to be included or this just looks as though it's a political witch hunt. And And the Democrats were one unwilling to broaden that scope. And he said, look, there's other, there's other investigations going on. This one is politically motivated. Oh, yeah. And, then, and how does he feel about the 35 Republicans who voted in favor of it? I didn't talk to him. I talked to him before that. Not after that. Oh, oh okay. So, okay. Well, I, I, I you know, I mean, often these leaders understand they have to vote their district. Some of them mm-hmm. vote their votes um, however they feel. But your job is always to vote what you're the sentiments of your district because you're, you're your district that put you in office. Yeah. Not so if you party. have people, if you have people like Collins and um, and uh, Murkowski who are all constantly yeah. voting with the Democrats, they keep getting reelected. So that, does that mean that, you know, they're, they're voting the way that the people who elected them want them to, yeah. wanted them to vote? You can criticize them all you want, but they keep getting elected, reelected. Right. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're voting their states. You know, Maine is not a uh, red state. Um, it's right. a mix of conservatives and independents and Democrats. Um, Alaska is, 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 is a wide range of independent thinkers and, and conservatives. There's very few Democrats. Um, but, you know, Murkowski, you know, she knows her state. Look, she won a, her, the previous election by as a write-in. And people actually, you have to spell the person's name right, which is not easy with the name Murkowski. So, you know, people people uh, like her and they like that she's not a party line person, but that she's more reflective of the independence in her state. Yeah. Uh, are you um, I, I, I don't know if you were listening at the opening of the show before you came on. If you heard what I said about what Barack Obama's putting out there. Do you know what he's up to? No, now? I did not. Hear it. No. Well, he's he's claiming that that the Trump presidency was just an interruption that he uh, benefited from the, all the foundation that, that Barack Obama uh, laid and that Joe Biden and 90% of his former staffers are now just uh, getting back to the good ideas that he had. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing that, that he has that much of an – well, I guess it's not anymore, but it's, it is kind of stunning that he actually thinks that um, – he says, "What would have been a, a more impactful shift in political views toward Democrats if they, if uh, they, Trump hadn't interrupted it?" But he says, "Trump uh, not interrupted. He no. re- yeah. it was a full-out rejection of yeah. Barack Obama." It hasn't sunk in with Barack yet, huh? It hasn't sunk in with Barack yet. Well, here's here's the evidence. It was the, the evidence wasn't Donald Trump. The evidence was the 2010 midterms, where it was the largest sweep of, of uh, out of Democrats uh, since the 1890s. 63 Democrats lost their seat. That is a rejection of a presidency in the party in power. 2014, it increased not only just in the House and the Senate, but also in every state um, legislative body across the country and governor's offices. And, and in 2012, when he won re-election, he's the first American president in modern history to lose votes in their, in their re-election. Traditionally, yeah. Demo- uh, um, presidents gain voters because they like what they did. They proved themselves. He instead lost millions of voters. So it wasn't about Donald Trump. It's never been about Donald Trump. It was a rejection of him. i got 30 seconds, and I'm up against a hard break, Selena Zito. Is Donald Trump going to run for president in 2024? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he, um, you know, I mean, certainly I don't speak for him, but certainly I think that he may enjoy his position as someone who is sort of a kingmaker. 
I would love it if your listeners would follow my work at selenazito.com. That's where you can check out all the stories, my interview with Tim Scott, Rick DeSantis, Ryan Kemp, and all the people that I interviewed throughout this, this the eastern seaboard states that I visited. It's, it's uh, Selena, S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O.com. Selena, always good to have you on. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Bye-bye. Okay, we'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is set to meet Wednesday with a key Republican in the effort to pass an infrastructure bill. Authorities report a shooting at a Los Angeles County Fire Department station. The only information now is that a firefighter has reportedly been killed. No other details available. On Wall Street, the Dow had 85 points and the NASDAQ up 18. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With attacks on all fronts, conservatives in America are now regrouping and reinventing themselves. How can the right reclaim its image and reputation and move forward? Find out on Rebuilding the Right, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Discover innovative ways conservatives can put their best foot forward to reclaim America and get back to business. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka for Rebuilding the Right. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950. Much cheaper than replacing your carpets. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On 28 outbound, looking busy from Veterans Bridge to Delafield Avenue. A lot of volume delays as well. Outbound Route 8 from Butler Street to Saxonburg Boulevard. Hanging on to those slowdowns on the Parkway East, especially outbound Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. About an extra 12 minutes you want to watch out for. Parkway West inbound, congested Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight with a low of 57. Cloudy skies tomorrow, a morning shower, followed by a little rain in the afternoon. Tomorrow will reach a high of 71. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds with a couple of showers. Tomorrow night's low, 60. Thursday, cloudy skies, more humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Thursday will reach a high of 70. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, we're starting to get back to normal here in the USA, although uh, yesterday I did see a young woman walking by herself on a street in my neighborhood wearing a mask, not a human within a half a mile of her. Uh, But just three hours from downtown Pittsburgh, there is a police state. And I've mentioned here that my family owns property up there in Ontario, so I've been locked out of our family vacation spot since the pandemic started. But I've also been in contact with a woman named Terry O'Neill, who has been renting our place for us, and I've been getting a regular dose of horror stories from her, and it's been going on for so long, and the stories have gotten so bad that I finally thought it was uh, time to let her come on and let you know just how bad it can be when government gets completely out of control. Terry, thanks for coming on my radio show. Hi, John. No problem at all. So um, uh, just consider me uh, your psychiatrist and, and my listeners your psychiatrist so you can unburden yourself here with, with the stupidity that you're dealing with every day. Um, l- let's start with the most uh, recent example. Uh, the, this is just insane to me. What, what your daughter had to go through when she came back home from college in Oklahoma. Well, she's not home just yet. She comes home on Saturday. Oh, okay. So what she will have to go through is... Um, 72 hours before arrival, within 72 hours, she's got to have a negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to fly her to the Toronto airport because if we flew her to Toronto, she'd have to go into a quarantine hole, uh, quarantine hotel by herself. And, uh, you know, being 20 years old, I'm not comfortable with that. So she's going to fly into Buffalo. And mm-hmm. then once she can get herself to the Rainbow Bridge, she's going to walk over the bridge. And she'll have to do another COVID test on the Canadian side. So that that test there will be administered by the Canadian Red Cross. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she's sent home with a package. And um, she needs to come home in quarantine for 14 days. Um, she has to have like a quarantine plan in place. So, you know, separate bedroom. Uh, that's not anywhere yep. near all of us. A separate bathroom. And then eight days into her quarantine, she has to administer a COVID test by herself over a like Skype or video type thing with a public health nurse watching. And then we have so, to mail that in. So as, uh, uh, yeah, I thought when I talked to you the other day, she'd already done that. But this is what she's going to have to do. She's going to. Yeah, no, this you, is, yeah. Yeah. A, a Zoom. So like a Zoom call eight days into her quarantine and they're expecting you to keep her in the bedroom and never come out for 14 days. Correct. Not uh, use her own bathroom. Yeah. Unless they knock on the door and they want to check on her, then she's got to go to the front door and talk to them. Yeah. But, but the zoom call, she has to administer the, the, the instant test to herself in uh, the, the uh, within eyesight of this person on the zoom call to prove that she took the test and is negative. Right. Well, it's not an instant result, so she has to oh. administer the test. So it's not one of those tests oh. that you do instantly. It's the one that you actually have to do the full test, and then you yeah. mail the test kit, or you put it on Purolator, and they pick it up on your front door, and you usually get results within two days. But here's the kicker. She'll get her results and be 10 days in quarantine. If it's negative, she's still not allowed out. She's got to wait <laughs> the 14 days. So that will be three negative uh. COVID tests. Three negative COVID tests, and not only is she not just, like, advised to, you know, be nice and maybe avoid people uh, because she might kill them with the disease, but she is not supposed to come out of her bedroom, right? No, she's not that's, supposed that's to be advice. around us. If she needs to come to, a, a like, a, the kitchen or something, she's supposed to wear a mask, and we're supposed to wear a mask and stay six feet apart. And what are the chances of you doing any of that? I mean, I don't want to get you in trouble with the law. But <laughs> Well, she's my 20-year-old daughter. If she needs something, she's going to get it. Yeah. So, okay. Now, uh, would it take too long to list all the things you're not allowed to do? Uh, uh, you know, so why don't we start with what you are allowed to do? Like, what's, what are you allowed to do as far as living a normal life up there right now? 
Well, all that I actually think it's better to list some of the things we're not allowed to do. Because, okay, go ahead. Um, I think that's more the shocking part of it. Right now, yeah. we're restricted to only buying essential items. So, you know, mm-hmm. the government has deemed what is essential and what's not essential. So, you know, we can't walk into Walmart and pick up some groceries and then decide we want a pair of socks. Like, the groceries are essential, but socks, underwear, uh, I tried to buy a shower curtain. None of that is deemed essential. Um, we can't buy anything like that. Um, we can definitely buy, you know, food. We can buy liquor and beer. We can buy unlimited quantities of pot. Marijuana, <laughs> but yeah. We're not allowed, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not allowed to buy uh, what they don't consider essential. So shoes. Yeah, of course you can order them curbside pickup or order them online, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's a hassle. So if you go through the the, uh, the checkout line at Walmart uh, <laughs> and the lady's going, okay, cornflakes, a uh, head of lettuce, some fruit, and she, and a pair of socks comes through there, through there, she has to say, I'm sorry, I can't sell you these socks? Yeah, not allowed to buy them. <laughs> this is going on in the, in the year 2021. Uh, in the uh, province of Ontario, I, I, it's just it's just stunning to me. So <laughs> weed is okay, booze is okay, socks and underwear you can't buy it. No, no, and you know think about people that have young babies or small children or you know teenage sons that are growing like crazy. You cannot buy them clothes. You can't. You you have to order everything on online. So the numbers, uh, Terry, must be terrible up there. Are the hospitals overrun with people, and are Canadians dropping like flies from the disease? Or there must be body bags on the streets. I guess that's relative to how people feel about it. Um, but, you know, today in all of Ontario, we're, uh, you know, just around 15 million people in the province of Ontario. Today we had 699 new cases. That's just <laughs> new cases. That's not 699,000. 699. No, 699. Yes. Out of 15 million, and you can't buy a pair of socks. Correct. Now, are they are they using the stupidity to? Are they saying that the the fact that you can't buy a pair of socks is why there are only 699 cases? It's working. Is that what they're selling people? Well, you know, the the story behind what you can and cannot buy is because they allowed the big box stores to remain open. So your Walmart, your Costco, things like that are allowed to be open. Yeah. So all these poor small businesses, and I have a lot of friends and family that own small businesses, they have not been allowed to operate. So they said, you know, let's level the playing field is kind of what they're trying to say. If you can't buy them at small businesses, we're not going to let you buy it anywhere. So let's punish everybody. Yeah. That was the principle that's, behind it all. That's a that's kind of a, a staple of liberalism is is e- equal um, <laughs> um, misery for everybody. That's kind of the way it works. So um, we're talking to Terry O'Neill. She's just a, a, a good citizen of Ontario, Canada, trying to make a living as a real estate person, renting out vacation properties, and doing a good job of it, I should say. Uh, but uh, you know, she's having the, the stuff that she's putting up. Not just her, but the whole the whole country, but especially up there in Ontario. So uh, what's this doing to the kids? I I know your son uh, is a pretty good hockey player, and he has friends who are pretty good players. What has this done to them? Well, you know, I'm, again, talking about myself here, but my husband and I haven't seen my son on the ice in 16 months now. This is Canada now, where hockey's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah, no hockey games. Um, you know, he was fortunate enough to go to a school in Fort Erie um, where we were able to get some ice time before they locked us all down. So fortunately, he did get on the ice, but it was practices only because it's been limited to 10 people on the ice and no uh, no spectators, no games. So, yeah, the, it's really put a damper on it. And he hasn't been on the ice now since, I think, around February. Um, so, yeah, no hockey. Um, even even a lot of the outdoor sports are closed, right? So kids aren't playing soccer, baseball, um, you know, any this all of that we, was closed. Up until up until two about two weeks ago, you weren't allowed to golf, play tennis, rowing, nothing. Because you know, in tennis, when you're at one end of the court and somebody else is at the other, especially <laughs> if you're not wearing a mask, that virus will just bounce right over the net, the same as the ball does. That's that's the. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the science behind that, I'm guessing. Um, now, 
and and I think you told me once a while back. Uh, I may have. I hope I got this right. That your your son actually has friends who had chances to play junior hockey, which is a huge deal in Canada, which is a step toward playing in the NHL. But the, their season was canceled, so they're just they've lost a year of their life, right? Absolutely. He's got uh, twin friends that were signed in the OHL, and he knows a couple other kids that were signed to the OHL, and that's been canceled. The whole season's been canceled. Um, you know, they've been fortunate enough to get, I guess, some off-ice training, things like that. That's what I understand from my son. But the whole season for the OHL has been canceled. Um, they're not on the ice now. Uh, so, yeah, it's been very, very difficult for these junior kids. And he's got a lot of friends that have played AAA, so they're going into their draft year, right? I, I understand. I think that's coming up soon, the draft. Um, so, yeah, these kids haven't been on the ice for over a year playing games. So draft is coming, and I guess it's hard for coaches when you haven't been able to see them, right? Yeah, and the schools are closed, right? Are the kids are the kids in school? No, no school. We haven't been in school now since uh, I can't even remember the dates, John. It's been so long. Um, but yeah, they're it's sometime March or April, I think. It, no, I think it was more March. Um, it's all online, so no, they haven't been in school. It's all online. Uh, yeah, my son's doing phys ed online right now. <laughs> so I I just saw a story just a few minutes before I went on the air here uh, from up and up there and. The schools are closed, and the the uh, the head health guy, don't know what he's called up there, but he's he and other people in the health department have said that the kids need to go back to school, and even though they're going against the advice of the health people and and not allowing them to go back, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's been a lot of reports from different medical um, practitioners or medical. Um, guidance saying that they do need to get back to school uh, for mental health for several reasons. Um, apparently, we're getting an announcement in the next day or two to see if they're going to return back to school uh, for the rest of this, uh, this this year, but school's done, I believe, end of June. So we're supposed to know, and they've been saying this since Friday, you know, but no answer, and we'll find out last minute a day or two, and all of a sudden, I'll be back to school so the teachers don't get much notice. Kids, parents, daycare workers, very little notice on whether or not they're going back or staying home. That's scary. And uh, the Premier of Toronto, the equivalent of our governor, is a conservative. So what happened to him? Yeah. Is- I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I've stopped watching a lot of it. It's just, uh, to me, watching the news, watching the reports, watching their daily updates is just a waste of my time. Um, but... You know, at the beginning, I would have to say, um, as a conservative, I thought he was doing a fantastic job at the beginning of this pandemic. Um, when we first went, you know, February, March, fantastic job. I don't know what switched. I don't know what changed, but it was almost overnight in around April, May last year, everything changed. Why are, Canadians, why are Canadians putting up with this? Why isn't there a, like a mass, why isn't there a, like a, uh, a 1776 revolution going on up there. I can't give you, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I remember you had someone else on your show a while ago. Um, I think he was referencing it to swimming pools. And, you know, right. if there was a, a bunch of Canadians in a swimming pool and they were all told to get out, uh, they would all listen. Where if there was a bunch of Americans in that swimming pool, maybe, you know, two would get out and the rest would remain and say, no, I have the right to be here. So right. that- I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. You know, uh, many of us are, are doing our part, I guess, and doing the best we can. But how long can this continue? How long? Yeah, no, how long? You know, you know, yeah, you're married to an American. You're, you're married to I an am. American. And so the, the, it does. How's he dealing with this? As he, his, he has that DNA of wanting to question <laughs> this. Uh, I hope he does of, of questioning the not not if not questioning, not just automatically accepting whatever the government tells you. Well, you know, he's been here since he was young, but his whole family's yeah. in the States. He hasn't seen his mom now for 16 or 17 months. He hasn't seen his brother for the same time. And we've got a lot of other family, aunts, cousins. We haven't seen them. Um, you know, there's been many times we've said, okay, are, are we done? Are we going to just give up and, and move? Um, but you know what? Canada used to be a country I absolutely adored. The people are friendly. The people are... Um, you know, they're great to be around. You always see a smile. Um, you know, yep. Canada's always been a country I've been very proud of. Great landscape. Um, excellent. And it's been tough, especially when you can't see those smiles with all those masks. That's was, that was going to be my next. I don't know if there's smiles next... there anymore. 
<laughs> that was going to be my next question because, uh, you know, my mother's Canadian. I've spent a lot of time up there since the, since I was born. I've always had a soft spot for a soft spot for Canada, soft spot for the uh, spot I should say for the Canadian <laughs> people, and it's not quite as soft as it used to be. And that was going to be my next question. Uh, you're married to an American. Have you been looking south and thinking you're going to get the hell out of there? You know, it's been a, a tough thing, and I think it's a struggle because for a year you sit here and say, "Should we do this? Should we not do this?" And that uncertainty is very stressful on the whole family. Uh, I worked really hard. I just started this uh, this business, you know, doing vacation rentals and short-term rentals two years ago. So it was mm-hmm. really, really hard to start this business up. So I'm, I'm not prepared to give it up just yet. I, I'm trying to be hopeful. Um, but at the same point, uh, you know, we're definitely not going to do another winter season with no hockey and no no school. And, you know, we'll definitely look at our options if we're not to back to whatever is going to be normal come September. Last thing, Terry, how much of the hysteria up there is based on fear that your free health care uh, system is going to be exposed and can't handle it? I think it already has been exposed. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of great, I've got a lot of friends that are nurses. Um, I've got a lot of people that are PSWs. Um, like, I know a lot of people in, in health care. And, you know, they're great and they're working hard. But our issue is putting aside COVID before we're even in this situation, we always had an underfunded uh, medical system waiting for a MRI or waiting for a CAT scan or waiting for a specialist appointment has always been a six month, you know, period. Now you're waiting a year. Uh, my father-in-law, uh, my, obviously my husband's father, he passed pre COVID, um, you know, and we're, we're grateful you know, we miss him and everything, but in his condition, we're very thankful we're not going through that right now during COVID. But when he did pass, there was, COVID didn't exist. And he spent his last four days sitting in an emergency room bed because they didn't have beds for him. Like yeah. the, the medical system here, they've closed a lot of our hospitals in the Niagara region, um, and our population is growing. The medical system here is very underfunded. And yes, it's free. Um, and yes, there's great doctors and great nurses but the access is is very difficult hey terry i'm out of time great stuff uh, i'm sure you've uh, enlightened a lot of people here in uh, western pa and I, I really appreciate you coming on and i'll talk to you soon sounds good john thanks a lot for having me on that's terry o'neill a concerned canadian citizen in a police state we'll be right back By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA, and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. Through generations of fighting, anger, and pain, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is still one of the most contentious and misunderstood issues of our time. Raising the question, is it possible to truly love your enemy? In the new film, Hope in the Holy Land, filmmaker Todd Moorhead discovers the truth behind the headlines and misinformation with personal stories from Jews, Muslims, and Christians in their own words, offering a beautifully produced, politically nuanced, and morally sensitive look at both sides of the conflict. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer says the movie is embarrassingly enlightening. Ambassador Michael Oren calls it a candid, courageous journey through the complexities of the conflict. Hope in the Holy Land takes an honest look at the history and history in the making as you've never seen before. Don't miss Hope in the Holy Land. 
Available now at SalemNow.com. Watch this film and pass it on. Go to SalemNow.com today. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. I want to let you know that um, Guy Reschenthaler will be our guest tomorrow at uh, 513. And um, what I'm going to talk to him about is uh, his movement. Uh, I, I believe he's introduced a bill to uh, uh, have uh, Dr. Fauci removed. I believe uh, that's what he's in, in, uh, in, in, interested in doing. And uh, we'll talk to him about that. That sounds like a pretty good idea to me. Uh, he's still out there flip-flopping around. And... Um, and he's still, uh, he's still, his opinions are still being taken seriously, even though he's been, he couldn't have been more wrong more often. I, I don't know, it's, it's not possible. But uh, he's, he's, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But um, I'm glad I got a chance to put uh, Terry on the radio. I, I've been talking to her for the last uh, year and a half, not every day, but, you know, once a week or every, every so often. And every time I talk to her, she tells me something else that I'm just stunned by. Now, Back in uh, a year and a half ago, uh, back in March, uh, so what is this, 15, 16 months ago in 2020, um, so she was going through some of the same things we're going through here. Uh, but it just got gradually worse, and it's worse now there, 16 months later, than it is here. I mean, just picture you know, how good everybody around here feels about not having to walk into Giant Eagle with a mask. And uh, your kids are going back to school. Her kids are still out of school. They're still going to school online, and they're not—they're not, they're not going to be back uh, until probably the fall. Unbelievable. But you know, the saga continues, and pretty soon it'll be all over, and maybe we'll have normal lives. Let's hope so. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. 